Welcome to the Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one mating ritual minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today from Real Comics Heroes and Real Comic Heroes, I should say, and Watchmen Minute is Travis Bow. Welcome to the podcast, Travis. Thanks for having me. Ray. And also filling in on a fourth seat, uh, just because she lives with Matt, is <laughs> Mel. <laughs> yeah. Yay. And that's the only reason. <laughs> she has nothing to offer. But, uh, no, no. <laughs> she literally just watched the minutes. But uh, Again, I am filler. <laughs> <laughs> strap in for a fun week, everybody. Uh, this is minute 10 of The Karate Kid. It begins with kicks and giggles at the beach and ends with the hills having eyes for Daniel. <laughs> so, <laughs> I see what you did there. Hey, <laughs> I'll remove that from my end of the movie quote or end of the minute quote. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we are on the beach. Like we got a little tease of it uh, Friday and now we are fully We're on full the beach. beach boys uh, pastiche. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, since you said beach boys, I mean, we can get right into our very first soundtrack selection of the movie. I believe like this is our first song. I believe of the movie uh, this week is we're blessed with three songs actually. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, can I ask you a question? Sure, go ahead. Do you have the Karate Kid vinyl? <laughs> no, but I want one? <laughs> You want it? Yes. Oh, I wonder if there <laughs> there must be one out there. Oh, oh yeah. probably, yeah. Yeah. That's what you're offering. Like, I'm not offering it. You're I'm starting just... off great on this podcast if you're <laughs> Do you want this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was just curious. I've never really uh looked into it whether the, or not there was a vinyl. I assume there is, but <laughs> must be yeah i don't know yeah let's have it ha- let's have it happen anyway the the first oh. soundtrack selection is uh called bop bop on the beach okay <laughs> oh is... they're saying bop bop beep beep no no, no. <laughs> it's not a driving song it is bop bop on the beach um and it's by uh the flirts and jan and dean <laughs> okay oh wow that's quite so... the band name it's like a like a super group here. <laughs> we all know about them. Yeah. <laughs> so of course we we should start talking about Jan and Dean. You guys heard of Jan and Dean before? Uh, I don't nope. think so. Nope. <laughs> well, uh, Jan Barry and Dean Torrance had hits in the early '60s with Surf City, Dead Man's Curve, Little Old Lady from Pasadena. Um, you know, to name a few, and. <laughs> They were pioneers of California sound and surf rock, and uh, they frequently collaborated with the Beach Boys, believe it or not. Nice. <laughs> I have some fun facts about Jan and Dean here uh, before we move on to the flirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, their only big album was Surf City, but they did do a parody album that I have to mention and I need to listen to as soon as possible. And yes, Mel, you can buy this for me on vinyl. <laughs> um, it's called Jan and Dean Meet Batman. <laughs> oh, where, where they sing songs about Batman, <laughs> and they call themselves Captain Jan and Dean the Boy Bun the Boy Blunder, I should say. Must have. <laughs> uh, they had zero permission to from DC or the TV show that was going on at the time to do any of this. They even put like they literally ripped off comic book art of Batman and Robin and put it on the cover of the album without any permission. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) 
Uh, but of course, you know, that that was like the first release. And now, you know, then then, you know, DC and Warner Brothers and all them probably called. And every album after that is uh, is doesn't have Batman on it. But I, I assume that would be like a real rare vinyl if you can get a Janadine meet Batman with the Batman and Robin art on the cover. Yeah. Um. So uh, in 1966, Jan actually wrecked his Corvette by crashing it into a parked truck. Uh, landing him in a coma for two months, which gave him brain damage and his right arm was partially paralyzed. And because of that, the group never really recovered. They were like big hits at the time. And then all of a sudden that happened, but they, they'd reunite on uh, projects and would reunite kind of doing nostalgia tours here and there. Mm. Um, and then we have the flirts, which is like a eighties menudo like girl group. Like basically (laughs) somebody like brought, a bunch of girls together and we're like, you're a band now. <laughs> this guy named Bobby O Orlando, who wrote all the songs, played all the instruments and just yearly would just cycle out pretty girls to be the face of the band. <laughs> and sing oh, the songs. Wow. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, right around the same time they did bop bop on the beach. They also uh, recorded the song jukebox for the film uh, Valley girl. <laughs> Uh, there is zero information <laughs> that I could find on the web. <laughs> what brought Jan and Dean and the flirts together for Bop Bop on the Beach? But it seems like this song was created for the Karate Kid, the movie. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, it was it was produced and written by Mike Love of the Beach Boys. Huh. Oh, OK. Wow. Um, so it's like a mega co- surf collaboration. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. There are certain like, I mean, there. I mean, really, it goes on the rest of this week, the, 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 the song choices and how the lyrics seem to be kind of written for the scene. Uh, oh, yeah. So it, it does seem like the, the sound, like we need, we need some, uh, you know, we need, need some uh, beach party music. You know, let's get the Jan and Dean. Like, let's get the Beach Boys. Well, they're not available. How about Jan and Dean? <laughs> how about the flirts? <laughs> the, uh, the third minute we're going to talk about the scene or the music in that is actually doesn't seem... Now it doesn't seem appropriate for this scene, but I'll talk yeah. about that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that was our soundtrack selection. So here we are on the beach and Freddie invited Daniel to like an end of the year, kind of an adios to summer as we figured out uh, a beach party. Like what I, I, I asked the panel, what kind of party is this and who is actually at the party that <laughs> yeah. Freddie said? <laughs> It seems like it seems like this is my note for next minute, but I'll use it here because it's probably it probably works here, too. Uh, it seems like a high school dance where the girls are off to one side and the boys are off to another. So I don't know if they all came together and then they just segregated themselves or if there's two separate parties here. <laughs> yeah, I get the impression, especially in the next minute, that they're not together. No. This is, you know, Allie and her friends. And these are. You know, the the people that Daniel's with are probably also other kids from Reseda. Um, I guess they'd be considered the kids from the other side of the tracks. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming. So, yeah, I don't think they're all together. They probably all go to the same school, so they kind of know each other. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, it seems like they're in a big school, so they may not even know each other's names. But I came from a very small school, and everyone knew everyone. So I didn't have get togethers like this where you you'd go to the same school but wouldn't know that who they are or mm-hmm. you know 
Yeah, same uh, here. Same here. Matter of fact, as soon as you got out of school, you'd want to avoid those people at all costs. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Hang out later. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Daniel is playing soccer with five other boys. Uh, we know Freddie, but did you know that the others have names? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, the script, well, I assume. Yeah, according to the script, three of them actually have names. We have Alan, uh, who is Bandana Boy. <laughs> we have uh, Chucky and Billy. And further research led me to find out that the blonde kid is Chris. And uh, I, I have all sorts of notes about each and every one of them in the next minute. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So are they are they playing soccer or are they just playing kick the ball down the beach forever? <laughs> it's it's get the pretty girls to notice us. That's what they're playing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cuz there's no other reason why they would all be headed their direction and you know get into a I don't know a scuffle for the ball right next to them. Yeah. I'm telling you right now though Daniel is like way more talented at juggling that soccer ball oh, yeah. than yeah. Is it karate ever. <laughs> Uh, even that, even that, it's only mildly impressive. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that you caught on to that because both the script and the novelization want us to know that Daniel is so good at soccer. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> the script says Daniel plays soccer with Freddie, Allen, Chucky, and Billy. He is clearly the best of the bunch. <laughs> and <laughs> and the book goes further by saying Daniel was glad he had brought the soccer ball. Soccer mm-hmm. was a sport he was really good at, much better than his new friends were. So it was a chance to show off, <laughs> wow. which they actually they even say when, when yeah. they I guess Freddie gets the ball back and gets hit in the face with the ball. <laughs> My favorite moments. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, the beach scenes actually were the first of this movie to be filmed. Um, they filmed uh, they started filming October 31st, 1983 at Leo Carrillo, Carrillo uh, a Carrillo, maybe beach in Malibu. Um, Dana Anderson, who plays Allie's friend, Barbara, who is the blonde one. She says it was freezing. I remember thinking, I don't want to be doing this. I want to be out partying for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it didn't look freezing. It looked really warm to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, late, when it gets to be nighttime in the next minute, like everybody's bundled up, it seems. And it's like, yeah, of course it's, probably pretty cold getting yeah, pretty cold their, their idea of freezing is probably different from uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Us, canadians us in canada <laughs> and vermont yeah it was vermont, 65 yeah. out it was so cold where are you where are you from trevor travis uh, indianapolis travis, sorry what That's sorry good. indianapolis oh. oh that gets pretty cold too yeah um yeah, we have. Uh, I also have a quote from Randy Sabasawa, who is John Avildsen's assistant director. He says, Jerry called in a favor from the governor at the time because they didn't usually allow shooting at that beach. Mm. However, further research found, I found, I just dig deeper, and I found out that um, that beach they shot Gidget on, they shot Beach Blanket Bingo, uh, Grease, they shot Castaway there. Huh. <laughs> what? No wonder uh, that beach looks so familiar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Furious Seven, they shot there. That I, I don't know if how familiar you guys are with the Fast and the Furious franchise, but not at all. There's a there's a poignant scene at the end of the movie um, mm. with, that takes place on a beach, and I assume it's that's the same beach where you see a scraggly uh, teenager juggling a ball in the background, right? <laughs> yes, yes. They're like, remember Daniel. 
Uh, also in the Big Lebowski, I don't know if you guys seen Le- the Big Lebowski oh, yeah. before. Uh, spoilers, I guess. Uh, during Walter's eulogy for Donnie, oh. he mentions this is the beach. This is this beach is one of the places that Donnie surfed. <laughs> he calls this beach out by name. Nice. Whoa. Uh, so yeah, like you guys said, they he, they get in a bit of a, a scuffle by the girls. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we have Allie, we have Susan, who's the brunette, we have Barbara, who's the, the, the tall, skinny blonde, and there's a couple others. Um, I have a note here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was actually up for uh, the part of either Susan or Barbara. Hmm. Didn't get it over those two. Uh, so the script says about uh, <laughs> script says about Allie, Allie, cute as a button. <laughs> and the book the book says she was a California girl, smooth blonde hair, blue eyes, ski jump nose, and a lot of curves in all the right places. Jeez. Men, men writing women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen worse though. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is a ski jump nose? <laughs> it kind of turns up at the end. It's it's mm-hmm. I, yeah I I can picture what they're talking about. I don't know how to describe it. I mean, that could look like anything. That I could be like a pig nose for I all you know. Yeah, yeah that's also a pig. <laughs> Not like with you... the, the nostrils up, but <laughs> I don't know. If it's a mega ski jump, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, dep- like... it depends on the incline. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I didn't know that was a desirable trait. Yeah, I don't know if you can go up to a girl and be like, you know, you've got a great ski jump nose. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what a terrible pickup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, both Helen Hunt and Demi Moore were up for Allie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Elizabeth Shue got the role. This is her first big role. Um, I posted in our group probably you know months ago by the time this goes out. But uh, in 1982, Burger King commercials with her, Leah Thompson, and a teeny Sarah Michelle Gellar <laughs> singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I saw that. That was crazy. <laughs> Uh, I guess I guess Elizabeth Shue was in a lot of Burger King commercials before uh, the Karate Kid. Because if, if you want to see somebody that looks like they eat a lot of Burger King, you hire Elizabeth Shue. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, so uh, any any uh, you guys like any other roles that Elizabeth Shue has been in? I have a whole list of them myself, but I don't want to just be. I know talking. she's a big actress, but I don't. I can't think of anything I've seen her in besides this. Uh, Back to the Future Two. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And I guess a little bit of three. Yep. Um, cocktail. Yes, I would love to do a bonus crossover episode with Men and Impossible. Oh yeah, that, that movie so bad. I don't... <laughs> yeah, she was really good in The Saint with oh, Val yeah. Kilmer. Don't know it. Uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, that was not too long after Karate Kid. Of course. Uh, she got an Oscar nomination for Leaving Las Vegas. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, "Thank you for leaving." Yeah. <laughs> here's your here's your nomination. No, I'm just kidding. Right. The movie "Leaving Las Vegas." Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, she she was on CSI for like three years. Mm. Um, she was in the the Kevin Bacon Hollow Man, kind of the Invisible oh, Man yes. kind of movie. Oh, yeah, very oh. creepy. The biggest question though is right now: Is she big enough to uh, to deny being in Cobra Kai, <laughs> or or did they get her? <laughs> I know. Fingers crossed that she's in Cobra Kai season three. Yeah. 
I yeah, I got a like a Google alert. Uh, and it was just like all the new news about Cobra Kai season three. And I clicked on it. I was so excited. And there was basically like, yeah, this is just a placeholder. We don't have anything new. But, uh, <laughs> um, she has a brother, Andrew Shu, who got famous later starring on Melrose Place. Drew Shu. Drew Shu. <laughs> <laughs> Best name ever. <laughs> well, well, I mean. I can't wrap my head around this, but I guess people who are friends with Elizabeth uh, call her Lisa, Lisa, huh. which I'm just like, I just I can't process calling her Lisa. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. Cause it's a yeah. E L I S A. Um, but yeah, Andrew actually shows up at the end of this movie um, as one of the background Cobra Kai's. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Elizabeth, uh, or Lisa, since she is a friend of the pod, obviously, um, <laughs> Come on she interrupts, yeah, yeah, uh, I'll be, you know, maybe if she pulls the trigger for Cobra Kai season three, she'll be like, all right, I'll go on all the podcasts too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she interrupted her studies at Harvard to be in this movie. Wow. Uh, and I have a quote from her. She says, I remember having to wear a bathing suit for that scene, which was a big deal because I felt so uncomfortable. When we first started filming, I was given a trainer, which is who was a, a, a body by Jake, Jake Steinfeld, mm. and asked to stay in shape. Once the beach scene was shot, I went back to eating whatever I wanted. Watch. <laughs> I, and she says, watch. I slowly gain weight throughout the rest of the movie. So that's <laughs> we got to keep an eye, our eye on. That's funny. I love it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the boys move away for the, with the ball and, uh, it leaves, uh, Daniel kind of standing there entranced and I love the staring like a weirdo. Yeah. Not looking (laughs) creepy at all. Mm -mm. It's it's, just funny because it is, it is a cute moment between the two. Like when they're, when it's cutting back and forth between the two because you don't realize that all the other guys have run down the beach when it cuts to the wide shot and you see that he's standing there by himself, you know, it, then it looks weird. <laughs> we are a PG podcast, but I gotta say <laughs> this, there's a weirdly sexual shot where we're just kind of like looking through his legs yeah. of, of Daniel's legs. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a choice. Just like, uh, I don't know if I'm okay with that. <laughs> Also, he's standing there for what seems to be an eternity. I, I counted it out. Right. It's 15 seconds he's standing there. Wow. Yeah, it's way too long. <laughs> it's a real lingering glance. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like you said, uh, the boys come back with the ball. And, uh, yeah, one of them catches – one of the girls catches the ball and then tosses it to Allie, who then tosses it to Daniel. So this is like the beginning of the the soccer ball meeting ritual. Is, <laughs> so it's <laughs> Um, and then Daniel starts showing off with the ball and I started thinking, wondering what this is called. And then at the end of next minute, Allie says, how do you juggle? Mm. And so I was like, oh, this is called juggling. Yes. So, I don't know if it is. It is called is juggling. Yeah, yeah. Because me and my brother used to do that okay. quite a bit, like have juggling competitions. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know what's more impressive, like juggling a soccer ball with your legs, your like the, your ankles and your knees, or like juggling like three apples with your hands. <laughs> I mean, eh, it's, it's 
they're both pretty hard, I would say. In the 90s version of this movie, he'd be a hacky sack champion. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, the script uh, has um, uh, Allie, the little stage notes here, the, um, Allie reacting to the showing off. It says, Allie's eyes twinkle. She is duly impressed. <laughs> oh, so impressive. Uh, but yeah, Best part of the minute, though, uh, the boys then rush the ball as he's kicking it, and then Freddie gets the ball kicked right in his face. <laughs> yeah, I love that they kept that take. I yeah. was distracted. I didn't even notice him getting hit in the face because I was completely distracted by the beep, 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 pop, pop, beep, pop, beep, pop, 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 beep, beep. <laughs> I was just singing along to it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but, you know, beach hijinks and, you know, <laughs> boy meets girl, little meet cute going on. Mm. Um, yeah. Also, it reminded me of Top Gun, the volley, the beach volleyball. <laughs> None of them were shirtless. And I know, I know. <laughs> but I just <laughs> immediately thought of that. <laughs> yeah. You can't do a PG podcast to cover that scene, though. You yeah. have to go week <laughs> off. <laughs> I, like, I like when you notice things in movies where they kept in, like, a tape that was obviously they could have thrown it out. <laughs> like, yeah. Like him getting hit in the face or the stormtrooper hitting his head on the door. Yes. Or like in uh, the Beatles Hard Day's Night when George Harrison falls in his face and they all laugh at him. <laughs> That's what minute by minute podcasts are for, you know, is to find these things. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. They, so the boys rush off with the ball. The girls run off to the water and Daniel and Allie are kind of like by themselves like, oh, hey. And just wordlessly exchanging like, I don't know. Like, uh, should we talk? Should we not talk? Yeah. And then he just kind of runs off. And um, Daniel asks Freddie, who's that blonde in the blue? And Freddie says, Psh, the hills. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the minute. So we're yeah. left to assume that her last name is Hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, her last name is Mills. <laughs> oh, he got the letter wrong. It's kind of like Crentist the dentist. <laughs> Dentist's name is Crentist. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's really all the notes I had for the minute itself. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I got no? I through all my notes. All right. Well, we have to get to our end of podcast question for, well, I guess we can do both our guests, but we'll start with Travis. Uh, when did you first see The Karate Kid? Um, I was born in 83, so, you know, I don't have a first time seeing this movie story. Um, oh, you just were that be- baby on the beach. Uh, that was me. <laughs> um, so, you know, yeah, this one was just one of those that I saw eventually at some point. Um, the third movie was the one that I remember um, not being a big deal, but being like my sister and I would rent it, you know. Oh, wow. Um so that was the one I was more excited about. That's um, crazy. You're not the first guest that's come on and been like, no, Karate Kid Part 3 was a was a major part of my life. <laughs> Only <laughs> yeah, was... purely because of the time. You know? yeah. And I remember like the second seeing the second one and it just being like it felt like a darker movie to mm-hmm. me. And I have the same thing with the the Back to the Future trilogy. Like the first one, same thing. Don't remember seeing it for the first time. The second one felt darker and scarier. And then the third one I was all about. So wow. Wow. Um, uh, Mel, when, when do you did you just first watch it tonight or? 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, like all three minutes. And then I was really confused. The end of the movie, right? Guys? Yeah, like I, I God, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I you know what, Matt? Did I watch that when we were first dating? Like was that did we watch the first that? time? I feel like it probably was. So that would have been like almost almost twenty, 20 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> Wow. Way late. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I don't remember seeing it as, as a kid. I might have, mm-hmm. but I don't remember. So, yeah, like, I just remember watching. And what did you think of it at the time? I liked it. It's yeah. delightful <laughs> 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, uh, let's kick the ball off into Wednesday, maybe hit it in the face, and we'll pick up the game then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh since this is uh, Monday, we have to ask our uh, guest for his plugs. Sure. Um, yeah. You can check me out over on Real Comic Heroes, where we uh, chronologically review comic book movies and a few other uh, genres. We, we talk about uh, some James Bond movies and Indiana Jones and Star Trek and, and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, and nice. a big, big list that we... We started with uh, Superman and the Mole Men in uh, nineteen from nineteen fifty one, and as of this recording, we're up to nineteen ninety two. We just did uh, Batman Returns, so oh wow, we, we've covered a lot of ground and, and got, a, got a lot more to to talk about. So you can check that out. Uh, search Real Comic Heroes with uh, Real with two E's, and you'll uh, you'll find us. Cool. Have you ever considered covering uh, the Karate Kid because it's a DC comic book hero that's not related at all to this movie? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that one didn't uh, didn't uh, make it to the list. Uh, what about when uh, Daniel thinks uh, Miyagi is Spider Man later? <laughs> yeah, and there is a Spider Man. No, spo- sorry, spoilers in, in the Halloween party. There is a Spider Man costume. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> um. Okay. And Mal, do you have anything to plug? Oh, not currently. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Do you want to come back on Wednesday for another Karate Kid Minute? Yeah. I do. Awesome. All right. Well, until next time. To baby trees.